The History of Our History, 50 Years of Pre-Hospital Medicine, a transatlantic tale of former army doctors, paramedic development, cardiac arrest survival, and Johnny and Roy. I am Rob Lawrence, and this is EMS One Stop. Fifty years ago, on July the 15th, 1970, then-California Governor Ronald Reagan signed into law the Wedworth Townsend Paramedic Act. The law created the conditions for the establishment of the first accredited paramedic training program in the United States. The story of American paramedicine did not begin in California or even the US, but in Belfast, Northern Ireland. The inspiration for this program came from World War II era British Royal Army Medical Corps Medical Officer Professor Frank Pantridge, MD. A cardiac consultant to the Royal Victoria Hospital in Belfast, Pantridge established a special cardiology unit in the 1950s, where he introduced a modern system of cardiopulmonary resuscitation, CPR of course as we know it, for the early treatment of cardiac arrest. Further studies by Pantridge identified that many deaths resulted from ventricular fibrillation, which should have been treated before the patient was admitted to the hospital. This led Pantridge to introduce a mobile coronary care unit, an ambulance with specialist equipment and staff to provide pre-hospital care. The rest, as they say, is history. Meanwhile, across the pond, LA cardiologist Walter S. Graff, himself a former US Army physician, became concerned about the lack of actual medical care being given to coronary patients during emergency transportation to a hospital. Following Pantridge's Belfast model, Graf created a mobile critical care unit known as the Heart Emergency Ambulance Rescue Team, the Heart Ambulance, which was essentially a bread truck UPS-looking utility van with a registered nurse and a portable defibrillator. This also coincided with the LA County Fire Department's gaining permission to begin training as mobile intensive care paramedics, with the first class being in September 1969 at LA's Harbour General Hospital, these days the Harbour UCLA Medical Centre, under the direction of Dr J. Michael Criley. There was one small problem, the need to create legislation to allow these fledgling paramedics to deliver emergency care, until then the preserve of doctors and nurses. Enter California Assemblyman James Q. Wedworth and Larry Townsend, who successfully sponsored the legislation drafted by Dr. Graff and LA County Supervisor Kenneth Han to formalise and legalise the practice of paramedicine. Despite objections of doctors and nurses at the time, Governor Reagan signed the act into law on July 15, 1970. Reagan only signed off after gaining assurance that paramedics would be allowed to cross city lines freely within Los Angeles County. This could have been a showstopper as Reagan's father had died in 1940 at the age of 57 of a heart attack after a Los Angeles-based ambulance was restricted from entering Beverly Hills to attend the call. Paramedic training began the next month under Dr. Graff's direction. It was the first nationally accredited paramedic training program 
in the United States. The legislation identified that any hospital operated by or contracting with a county with a population of over 6 million may conduct a pilot program utilising mobile intensive care paramedics for the delivery of emergency medical care to the sick and injured at the scene of an emergency and during transport to a hospital and while in the hospital emergency department and until care responsibly is assumed by the regular hospital staff. The Act allowed trained paramedics to render rescue, first aid and resuscitation services, administer parental medications under the direct supervision of a registered nurse and perform CPR and defibrillation in a pulseless, non-breathing patient. Also, when acting under physicians' or nurses' orders, paramedics could administer intravenous saline or glucose solutions and perform gastric suction by intubation. Paramedics were also authorised to administer parental injections of antiarrhythmic, vaglotic, chronotropic, alkalinizing or vasopressor agents. Try saying that in one take. The Act identified that no physician or nurse who in good faith gives emergency instructions to a paramedic at the scene of an emergency shall be liable for any civil damages as a result of issuing those instructions. A subsequent 1973 follow-up study of transported cardiac patients indicated that Trained paramedic firefighters performed as well as nurses. Trained personnel performed equally well whether using the special coronary transport van or a regular ambulance. And response time was twice as fast when paramedics were called compared to when a physician was called. Art then mirrored life when Hollywood TV producers seeking to create a show based on firefighters met with LA County Fire Captain James O. Page who suggested that they look at LA County fire paramedic programs for ideas. The pilot episode of that show was aptly titled The Wedworth Townsend Act, in the same way that Top Gun served to be a magnet for naval aviator recruitment, ten years earlier, Emergency became the recruiting draw for a generation of EMTs and paramedics, and Johnny and Roy became national EMS treasures. Going full circle back across the Atlantic, 1970 also has significance as another former REMC, Royal Army Medical Corps doctor, Douglas Chamberlain, directed the training of ambulance personnel in cardiac resuscitation. This was the pivotal moment in the development of UK paramedics who are now acknowledged as an autonomous and regulated profession. Professor Chamberlain's 1970s work is widely acknowledged as the beginning of paramedicine in Europe. Chamberlain went on to be a founding member of the European Resuscitation Council and an early influential leader in the International Liaison Committee on Resuscitation, ILCOR. Chamberlain and ILCOR then all met at Utstein Abbey near Stavanger in Norway to create a uniform system for reporting cardiac arrest survival, and the rest of that story too is also history. A historic day for many reasons, and a very happy anniversary day and year to medics on both sides of the pond. In arduous fidelis, faithful in adversity. That was my take. I'd love to hear yours in the comments section at the main article at emus1.com. I must say I thoroughly enjoyed researching that article because I too am also an ex-Royal Army Medical Corps officer in the British Army. I'd also like to thank uh, Professor Baxter Larman. Uh, many people know Bax, uh, who did uh, the fact-checking and uh, proofread my article this week to make sure I got the names and the dates and the places all correct. 
Thanks also to Randolph Mantooth, yep, Johnny Gage himself, who is actually quite the authority on the formation of paramedicine in California and therefore the US. So Randy, thanks very much as well. So that's all from me. Uh, you can keep up with me on Twitter at UKRobL or follow me on LinkedIn. If, as always, you're listening on SoundCloud, just hang on a second or two because Chris and Kelly are right behind me with their show. So I've been Rob Lawrence. That's all for now. And until next time, bye for now.